Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth episode of SEO Ohio Todd Talk. It is awesome to have you guys back listening. We've been gone a little while, but man, we are so excited to bring on a new guest, a student here at Southeastern. Today, before we meet our guest, we're going to emphasize the topic of worship. And we're going to talk about how worship is an essential part of Southeastern of Ohio and how uh, we use it really to connect with one another and hope to reach others uh, to Jesus through our worship. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Welcome, Sarah Pike to this to the show today. Sarah, it is so wonderful to have you on the show today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. So, so Sarah, tell us a little bit. Let's just get right to it. How did you find out about SCU? What brought you here? And you're a freshman, correct? Yes, I am. Okay, so tell us a little bit about where you're from and, and how you got brought here. Okay, so I'm originally from Cincinnati, actually from a small church called Real Life Assembly of God. And um, my old church was really, really into fine arts and human videos and skits and all of that. So we went to fine arts um, at the end of my junior year districts. And um, SEO Ohio actually had a presentation and we got to meet some of the students and um, just we got to get to know them pretty well. Um, and I stopped at the booth and talked to Dave and everything. And I could just tell that they really, really cared about their students. And I hadn't seen that in any of the other colleges that I had maybe like looked at or anything like that. So um, I decided to come for um, a visit, which was weird because I wasn't even looking into Christian colleges. Um, but I came and I toured it and I just fell in love and I decided that this is where I wanted to be. So I didn't apply anywhere else. I only applied here and thankfully I was accepted. So Awesome. And for all of you that, that don't know, so Sarah is very much involved in uh, worship here at Southeastern. And um, really, you're like all around Columbus. I mean, you're Every time I see on the One Church Instagram, you're always up on the photos there, always <laughs> worshiping your heart out, and uh, it's it's so cool to see how how God's using you through your uh, through your act of worship uh, to bring glory to God through your giftings. So, um, so you said you mentioned Dave. Um, you met you found out about SU through Fine Arts, correct? Yes. So I noticed with Dave is that I think we can testify to this anytime. Dave talks with us like he'll always go that extra mile to for his students. You know, he always goes that extra mile. He'd give you the jacket uh, off his back if you were if you were cold type of thing. I think that's a big thing with with SCU. Same with with Mary and Travis and Betsy and Chad is like truly, truly like they will go the extra mile for you um, to help make your stay at, at SCU be the most um, successful time for you and, and the most um, gratifying time for you as well. So so Sarah. When did you begin to develop a heart for worship? So let's go back as far as we need to go. When did you develop a heart for worship and how did that come about? What made you want to do this? I mean, come on, singing on a stage in front of hundreds of people sometimes, maybe one time even thousands of people in the future. Like, that's terrifying. How do you do it? Yeah, it is pretty scary sometimes, but I've been singing ever since I was like in fifth or sixth grade because I joined on the worship team at my old church. Um, my older sister played the drums, and just like every little sister, I wanted to follow exactly what my older sister did. So I just decided that I wanted to be involved, so I tried out and was put on the team for singing. Um, and so 
but I didn't really understand what worship was at that point. I kind of just thought that it was a fun activity that I got to do um, because I knew that I enjoyed it and I knew that I loved it. Um, and I didn't really realize the impact of worship until probably um, the summer going into my senior year. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized how big of a responsibility and how big of a just big deal that it is that God is using me to be a vessel to bring others to him into his presence, because that's not something to be taken lightly. Mm. And that really is a big deal. Um, and it just keeps me in check um, even today to remember that it's not about me. What I do isn't about me. And it's really important for everyone in worship, I think, to remember that your identity should not be wrapped up in the gifts that God has given you because that's just it. They're the gifts that God has given you and he can take them away at any point. So I think that that all started to set in really the summer of my senior year. And that's also, I think, um, how I realized that I wanted to be a worship pastor as well. Were you much of a singer when you were younger? Yes, Did did you come from a church background? Yes. Okay, okay, (laughs) sweet. I I know back in the day I came around from a church that was like, tambourines and people waving flags. I'm like, what, what is this? You know, like total, totally old school, but that's, that's really awesome to, to see how you've discovered your heart of worship through that. So, um, with SCU worship, um, and through your one church internship, you've obviously gained a ton of experience, probably more so than, than you've ever had. So overall in a whole, let's unpack this. How have you become a better leader and a better worshiper through, SEU and one church. I've I've definitely learned different things from each place. So I'll start with one church. Um, I actually have two mentors, and they are Cala Domini and Christy Poole, and they are absolutely amazing. I think the world of them, and I'm so glad that um, I'm like under them so that they can help me learn and grow my freshman year because it's really nice to know that the knowledge that they've taught me going straight into this, um, they've really just taught me important things about like planning. Um, just making sure, like I mentioned before, making sure that my identity isn't wrapped up into this and constantly praying for me and mm. really making me realize how important it is to make sure that your team is being fed with the word as much as you are. Mm. So um, really, I think I've learned from them too, like how important it is to be a servant leader. Like you have to make sure that everything in your team is running smoothly. You have to make sure that everyone's doing okay. Nobody's getting burnt out. It's really just team health. Um, but they've just, they've taught me so many things that I never even thought of. Like I never realized how much planning goes into like a set, um, on a Sunday or just any given week that people go to church. So actually kind of give me like a typical rundown of a Sunday morning, coming into one church, you're going to Gehanna. Tell me what it's like, what time you got to come in, what goes into the work in the morning. Tell us about that. Okay, so actually at the Gehanna location, we have to be there at 6.45 in the morning. Oof. Yeah. Wake up call. Come on. <laughs> we be there at 6.45 in the morning, and then um, we start um, our run through at 7. So we go through all of the songs. We actually use click and track, which is really nice because that's another thing that I've learned at one church that I didn't have. Um, so we get to use N-Ears and all of that. But um, So we run through our songs. We usually have three songs in a set. Um, the set's usually about 20 minutes, so we go through that a couple of times until everyone feels comfortable, and then after that, we go through, we go to Q to Q, and we meet with everyone that's on the production team, we meet with the lead pastors, um, everyone that's on the worship team sits down, we have a piece of paper in front of us that shows us exactly what time everything is supposed to be, is planned to be done, um, so we have the service order exactly the way that it's supposed to run through, and then after that, um, Typically, we have um, the lead pastor do his mic check, and then we go through all the transitions. And then after that, we usually have a little bit of time, and then we start the nine 
I think it's 915 service. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we have two more services after that that we usually um, sing for. So we have three services every Sunday. So that's a workload coming in 645 in the morning. You have all that worship prep and then you have three services after that. Wow. Yeah. That <laughs> you definitely got to be uh, used by God to be, uh, <laughs> be doing all that prep, but that's awesome. So there's a ton of work that goes into your, your worship internship. So tell us a little bit about um, worship on the SU side of things. I know since the very beginning in August, um, you've been plugged into the worship team. I mean, plenty of like retreats you guys have played at. Um, even tonight we have a Converge, uh, which is basically where we have once a month, we have the SU worship team just worship for about an hour and a half straight. And it's just a time getting into God's presence. So um, tell us a little bit about your SU experience uh, on the worship side of things. Yeah, the SU experience has really honestly been just amazing because I've been able to travel travel all over Ohio and um, lead people into God's presence. Um, So it's been really cool. It's also been really just amazing um, being put into a leadership role, like on the team, because we are all wanting to be like worship pastors, like most of us on the team are wanting to be involved in worship in some way. So it's really cool to be able to work with other people who want to do the same things that you want to. And we all want the end end goal to be the same thing. Like we want to reach people we want to reach people so that they can go to heaven with us one day. And that's just the heart, you know, that's the heart behind it all. Um, We want to love people just like Jesus loved them. And I think that worship is just such a good way to connect with people. I think that that is something that I've learned um, with SEU is just um, how to plan a set according to like age reference. I think like if we were to lead a set in front of like adults, we would pick a certain a certain set of songs, but if we're leading it in front of teenagers, we pick a whole nother set of songs really to appeal to them and make them um, connect and get into God's presence easier. Um, so that's definitely something that I've learned with SEU worship. It's just really cool to be able to see my fellow students grow and just follow God's calling on their life. So I'm honored and blessed to be able to be part of that. Absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest thing, which uh, I know you you don't have a problem with this, but a lot of times with worship, a lot of times it can become about about them. Like, look at me. I'm up here on stage. I'm worshiping. Look at me. But at the same time, like, we need to realize it's not about us. Like you said, it's it's not about us. It's We're just there to get the crowd going to worship God because we want to worship him for everything he's done for us. You know, Jesus died for us, so we're going to live for him, right? So um, I think that's awesome how um, you have been a big part in, in this school, um, really in their, I mean, this is the second year of SU worship, but we've really vamped up this year because of the addition of students. Um, and you've been uh, a big part of where SU worship is going and how it's taken off so far. So um, I want to commend you for that. So thank you for, for your servant's heart and, and your active worship. Um, so with SEU, um, what has been the most impactful event through SU worship with you so far this year? What has made the most impact with you? I would say there's actually been two, not one specifically, but one was um, the Duncan Falls Youth Retreat that we went to um, earlier this year. And the other one was Synergy Conference, which is the leadership conference for um, all the leaders in Ohio. That's just last week. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. was was just last week, but it was really amazing. Um, I would say Duncan Falls because we got to lead um, a bunch of teenagers into the presence of God and all of, like all of that. And it was just, it was amazing seeing 
some of them just like let loose and raise their hands. That's what makes it all worth it yeah. to me is just being able to see young people and like adults just go after God. Like mm-hmm. when they raise their hands, that's what really fires me up and gets me so excited. And so it's just, it makes everything so worth it in the end, just to be able to see people connecting with God. And I just loved going to Duncan Falls because I just loved the staff there. They were all just so nice. And you could tell the heart that they had for the kids just to connect with God in that way. And I just thought that that was absolutely amazing. And then I would say Synergy Conference because um, Synergy was just all of Ohio's leaders all together worshiping God. And it was just such a powerful, it was just such a powerful place that day because you could feel the spirit moving and you knew that God was there. And it was just so cool to be able to see your pastors and be able to lead your pastors into the presence of God and see them be refilled because they're constantly pouring everything out. It was just nice to watch them get poured back into and get into God's presence. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, right there, guys, we're, we're listening to this future generation right here. It's right here in Columbus, Ohio. And seriously, though, for for worship, I haven't seen such people like genuinely care about um, giving their all to God so much that they they give all that they have because they want to see others um, give all that they have worshiping as well. They you know they put in work. Um, because they want to bring people into the presence of God. And I mean, you guys are putting in prep every, like you guys really practice every day, potentially like, you know, if it's just singing on the side and, you know, or just meeting up um, for practice and whatnot. But um, a lot of the students here at SCU, I notice are like musically gifted, whether they can play an instrument or they can sing. And I, from what I hear is like uh, next year with future students coming in, we're going to have more of a worship presence. Like, Absolutely. If if any of you are listening to this or considering SEU uh, and you're and you're gifted with worship, um, this is the spot for you. This is the spot. Um, and we have I know right now we have like two separate worship teams, right? Yeah. We have two separate worship teams. So I don't know how they're going to function it next year. But uh, if you're musically gifted, and you want to be a part of this. Uh, come to SEU. This will be the spot for you. So, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And um just explaining uh, your servant's heart. And obviously God is using you in big and mighty ways, and he's going to continue to use you in huge ways here at SU. So thank you everyone for listening to this week's show. We're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're on like six other platforms too. I can't even tell you, but we are SU Ohio Todd Talk. Sarah, thank you once again for coming on to the show, and we will be back next week. Love you guys. Peace.